oh my god another solo podcast did not think i'd be hopping on here but let me explain why i can talk a, a lot about damn the settings are all off because i haven't done it in a while let me change this really quick i want to hear myself loud yeah um well, that's good yeah, the reason I'm back for is a multiple reasons. One, honestly, is like something weird happened in like the past two weeks. So obviously I haven't posted a podcast since I was in Colorado a month and a half ago. And I haven't obviously even mentioned anything about a podcast in since then, probably. So in the past two weeks, guys, I would say like 15 to 20 of you have DM'd me. Not saying like... You know, get the podcast going or anything like that. It was literally just how much you've enjoyed the podcast, how much you listen to it, where you listen to it at. Like, it just was random. I started getting all these messages randomly. And with the clo- with the final ending of my update for the Simplified Dropshipping course, I'm like, there's no better time because now, and I'll get into all this later because there's a funny there's a weird story I want to tell first off that just happened because I think it's fun to start. I might get this out of the way. Start these podcasts with stories like that, but a lot of weird shit has actually gone down. Um, but um, yeah, I just want to thank you all for that, for encouraging me because now my focus can be solely on things that I really enjoy doing and that's YouTube videos and podcasting. I think I just really needed, I didn't just needed a break a little bit. I do want to change the format a little bit, but I know just knowing how many people are out there watching it and are just like really enjoying it. Um, that's what keeps me going big time. So one thing I want to start off with is, and I'll get into everything that's been going on since we last spoke, but dude, um, got the tire letterings on my car way back in like October and November. Right? remember I put the Michelins on the side. I think it was even a year ago. It was more than a year ago. When I got him on, the guy who put it on, he's like, listen, we don't really usually do these tire letterings because they always fall off. So he's like, you know, if they fall off, just let us know and um, we'll just uh, we'll just take them off for you, all of them. And I'm like, okay, cool. So right when I get back, uh, the M was already falling off. So I'm like, no big deal. I got Gorilla Glue. So I put Gorilla Glue on the lettering and then my credit lady sent me a book as like a thank you for using or whatever to boost my credit to the 800s and it's this thick ass book it's the biggest book I have called tribe of mentors and it was just a bunch of interviews with a bunch of really successful people and so I grab this book I go down I go down and I put it against the m with the gorilla glue because it wasn't staying on by itself it needs a book to hold the m on okay so I go down there I I put the book on the m is holding in place I'm like perfect I go back to my apartment a few hours I come back to check on it and the book is missing. I'm like, what in the fuck? Like, what the fuck? I thought some like I thought like maybe someone from maintenance took it and put it um, with the front desk. I just knew it's probably with the front desk. Someone probably just thought that I dropped it or something. I go to the front desk, nothing. Okay, and I'm about to pull this up just so I get this accurately. So I'm like, dude, someone literally just took my book. Whatever, you know, I'm not too hell bent on it. Okay, so. Hold on one second. Doop. Okay, so I get a message. Uh, this would have been like this is the next. This is in March this year. Six months later. Okay, I get a message from this lady, who this lady, 
who lives in my building. And she claims to be a business owner and all this stuff. You would think uh, she'd have a better source of principles. But she goes, hey, I t- like I took a picture of all my books and I go powerhouse. And she goes, hey, I think I accidentally stole one of your books. And then she goes, also, are you home? Do you want to grab a drink? And I've never met this lady before. I'm like, that's a hell of a way to ask me out after you say you stole your books. So I'm like, whatever. And um, and I was like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, I saw the book on the garage on the floor. I'm like, okay. And I was like, yeah, I was using that to hold my tire lettering on. Since I glued them, I was wondering what happened to that. And then... Um, what is this? Like a month or two goes by. And again, what the book is not important to me as much as the principle of what this is leading into. So July, I go, hey, can I grab that book back now? And she goes, um, I actually don't know where it, where it is. I brought it to my office, and then I don't know. She goes, I'll look and see. So two weeks later, I go, did you find that book? And she goes, no. I'm like, whatever. And then she's like replying to my stories and stuff. I'm not responding until this Thursday, four months later, because I'm just like, I'm not going to make a deal out of this, but I don't respect you. (laughs) I don't respect you if you're going to do that. And so this Thursday, like a few days ago, I finally responded to one of her messages. And she goes, um, it was that it was that story. If you guys saw it where I was like, should I climb it? And she goes, I think that every time I pass and I reply with, you owe me a book. And guys, you know what she says to me? Losers, keepers, finders, weepers, and a shrugging emoji. And I'm like, what the fuck? Now, now it's not about the book anymore. This is way more personal than the motherfucking book. Fuck the book. This is someone who is obviously used to getting her way. She probably comes from daddy's money. That's why she's overzealous about owning her own own business, which I don't even know if that's true based on how she's handling someone she stole from, okay? And so I respond to this, and I go, I think you mean stealer. And she goes, false. And I go, LOL. And then I sent her a screenshot of her saying to me, I think I accidentally, and I underline, stole one of your books. And then she sends me a screenshot of me of her saying that she saw the book in the garage on the floor. Yeah, motherfucker, the book was against my tire. Do you not think that someone might have owned the book who's that of the car that it was being leaned against to in an obvious fashion to keep something on it? And I'm like, I literally pushed it against my car because I was using it for glue on the lettering like I told you. And then she didn't respond to that. So I just hit her with this one. I go, listen, if you can't afford to buy a new one, I can understand that. But just let me know. If you can, if you can then, I'll be waiting for a placement. That was a good gift from a good friend. And she didn't respond. So I said, fuck, I'm just going to tell the front desk people today. So I told the front desk people and they're like, what in the fuck? Like, because I'm not going to get into it, but there was an, a recent incident. Like when I went to Colorado, like I told you guys, all my shoes got thrown away by the police apparently, uh, because, and it was a Balenciaga slides, Gucci slides, um, Yeezys and something else. Cause like someone thought it was a bomb, but I accidentally just left my shoes, um, 
I only I accidentally left my shoes in a in a garbage uh, thing in the elevator, and they thought maybe it's a bomb, so they called the cops and they looked in it. You guys probably all know that story, um, but I so I had to order new Yeezys to get um, to get the shit back. You know, I wanted a, I like having a fresh pair of Yeezys, whatever, and I ordered the Yeezys and they went missing. Apparently, like some resident accidentally got it. I don't know, but they see it come in, they just don't see it come out, and uh, they couldn't find them. So, shout out to my apartment building. They handled it awesome. They refunded me and everything, but it's just like crazy. It's like. I just have these weird things happen to me all the time. It's like, I don't know why people either intentionally or unintentionally like fucking with my shit, but that pissed me off. That really pissed me off because you, like I said, I can say this over and over. I don't care about the book. It's the privilege of somebody who's used to, who's obviously used to getting whatever they want from people. And when they don't get what they want, as in like, they don't get someone being okay with them taking their shit. They just, they just go silent and be like, deal with it deal with it go fuck yourself is what i would have to say for that what are you talking about go just deal with it so yeah i mean that's that's what i was doing today after i launched the course but that's something i want to talk about too it's like i remember being in colorado and reading jordan peterson's 12 rules of life book oh actually it wasn't even in the book it was in one of his speeches and he goes the 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 key source to most people's problems is not doing what they know they need to be done wait hon let me get this perfect Jordan Peterson says the key to most people's problems are not doing what they know needs to be done when they know they need to do it. And, um, and that was, I don't want to talk about too much, but that was, that was, I think a big issue why I went to that weird mental space among other reasons, you know, a bunch of other reasons, um, mainly other reasons I would say, I wouldn't even say that. I don't even know. But all I know is that I felt I started feeling horrible because I, d- I had to delay. I delayed the uh, dropship, the simplified dropshipping update, a few months, which I'm not used to doing. Like if I say I'm going to do something, I always do it, especially if it's for a simplified dropshipping. So I just felt like horrible, and I built out the course a uh, third of it, and then deleted it all because I did not think I did it the best way, and I was rushing him all that. But like that, it's been on my mind every single day, and it's just been. It's been on my mind so much. So that's like right when I came back from Colorado, um, I just started going to town on that update. Like I did everything. I did all the filming. I did all the editing. I did all the embedding. I did all the copywriting, everything, 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 everything. And, you know, in the simplified dropshipping, like I find, as you guys know, I find the, the product and I get sales with the product. And I show you how to scale it, all that. But it's like for those of you who've never built a course, it is taxing on the mind and the body. And I thought I was the only one who really thought that because I don't know too many like course makers that I talk to like that. But I remember watching Graham Stefan's podcast and he was talking about it. He's like, dude, when I made this YouTube course, it took me like a month. And that month was like one of the most horrible times. He's like, it's just so exhausting and just takes up so much time. He's like, I just remember during that month, I just, he just said he, I forget the words he described, but you can probably find it. But that's how it is making a course. Cause it's like, you know, drop shipping is fairly easy. Like, especially if you have the right guidance, but like the thing I don't like about the course creating is like, you ha- I have to explain every single step and it takes so long. So something that would normally take me maybe two hours to set up is taking me like 12 or 10 more like it, like as I'm like describing or whatever. 
I don't know, but I just knew that that was something that I needed to be done. And I, my, I could not proceed with what I want to do with life until that is done. Cause I already said I was going to do it and it just needed to be done. And I knew when it needed to be done. And then once I delayed it, um, that's when I went to Colorado and thank God for that. Cause I came back better than ever went right into it, worked on that for six weeks straight. And then I launched it today. Um, and then I'm going to be making, I'm going to be doing like a promo giveaway launch sort of thing this week. So be on the, be on the lookout for that. Uh, this is not a promo in itself. I'm just explaining what I'm going to be doing. Um, which is like, first of all, I just want to say like, I'm going to, I'm going to be putting it on sale like later this week, but I'm going to do it in a really creative fashion. I'm excited to see it in, in a fashion I enjoy. So now that that like, Guys, I can't tell you how much better I feel. Like, I feel like a weight lifted off of me because it's something I've known I needed to do for so long, and I finally have done it, and I'm happy with it. It's not like that first version um, back in March that I deleted where I wasn't happy with it. But, man, I feel so good. Like, I just got an awesome dinner, and now I feel like the world is mine because now I can really focus on what I love to do more than anything, and that is make YouTube videos. And then I can also focus on honing my skills on trading because I just could not do that while developing a course. Like I was so hyper focused on building this course on dropshipping, yada, yada. And then on top of that, holy fuck, you'll, for those course members, you're going to see some crazy shit go down in there because there's some weird glitches like in the apps uh, module and then the business pixel ad account module. There are some weird things that happen. And even in the importing product one, there's some weird shit that happens, guys. And it was so frustrating. Like, I remember there was this one error that I was getting with Shopify, um, yeah, with Shopify Facebook Page Connect that there was two results on Google for, first of all. And then when I contacted Shopify, they couldn't even figure it out. We had to go with their last resort method, which actually ended up working a whole bunch of stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just insanely frustrating, but not compared to the frustration I was feeling with myself inside for taking so long. So that's up down that. And now I can like focus on what I love to do. I love making YouTube videos and I love trading. Those two things are just incredible. And obviously it goes without saying, I love drop shipping too. It's been a huge part of my life for the past three years. But in terms of things I actually enjoy that I would do, even if I didn't make money, like, I'm, I would never make dropshipping stores if I'm not making money. You feel you feel what I'm saying? Like I would never do that. Uh, like, and I'm sure no one else would. Like, you you would just build stores all all the time with no reward, like with no financial reward. The whole point of building stores is to make money, and that's what this is: making money on not online niche, motherfuckers. But I, there's no way I and I wouldn't even believe someone if they said that they would do it without money because it's just like then what would be the point? Like you just actually just like building stuff for no like building this for something maybe i'm maybe maybe people are like that i don't know but i'm definitely not like that i've been making youtube videos for so long i've talked about this so many times i was doing it way before i made money way before two hundreds of videos before i started making a dime with youtube um and so now moving forward i've been over the past like two months i've been cold cultivating this list of just very unique ideas on YouTube. And I think any, if you're going to do, have to do anything, it's the same way I approach dropshipping. If you're going to do anything, anything in the world, especially online, as you just got to do it in an entertainingly creative way, or in my case, most likely entertainingly, cre uh, 
entertainingly educational, creative way. And that is the secret sauce to doing everything. And well, anything, but in a broader sense, um, entertainingly creative. And so I have these ideas on my phone. Like, to be honest, guys, like between me and you, I have zero interest now. Like with, with this course off and it's done, I have zero fucking interest of ever making another YouTube video that is similar to somebody else's. I don't want to, I don't want to steal other people's ideas. Like I know everybody does on YouTube. I don't want to do anything. This is why I respect Beheza so much. That dude has inspired me so much because he is doing it so much different than everybody else. He's so, so creative, but he's so broad too. Like, and when I say broad, it's like anybody can watch his videos and enjoy it. Not everybody can watch my video on, you know, how to get, how to monetize customer service feedbacks and enjoy it. Like I don't, I wouldn't even watch that video, you know, or like anything like that. So you guys are going to see it roll out because I, I know I tried to before, but I'm telling you, I had that monkey on my back and I just was not in the right headspace. And now I, I feel like perfect. Like I feel amazing. I feel incredible. And I feel like I'm turning into the person I really want to be, actually. It's like, because that's one of the big takeaways I've taken from like the past three or four months. People people will get in, people will get into a way to make money because they want to free themselves up to pursue whatever their passion is. But when they start making money, the money swallows them up so much that they forget what their passion is. And that kind of happened to me. You know, I was just kind of focused on money, focused on money, focused on money and wondering why I wasn't too happy even though I could like pretty much afford anything I wanted and have all this free time. And I know, I know, I, first of all, I'm grateful for where I am. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not going to pretend I will for them. I'm not going to pretend that it's all happy moments or whatever, but cause it's not because I started getting swallowed up by that. And I've been listening to a lot of like podcasts on life's purpose and all this stuff. And my conclusion I've come to, it's like find a way to make money so that you can pursue what you actually want to do. Luckily for me, what I do to make money is all in the same niche, basically, of what I would do uh, regardless of money, and that's make videos, make YouTube videos, or just videos in general. I don't want to box myself in because that's one thing, like I've talked about, I don't want to box myself into the dropshipping category. Uh, I guess I don't even want to box myself into the YouTube category because one if one day I'm making movies and stuff like that's my been my dream since I was eight, eight or nine, and so it's a it's an amazing feeling to know that now I can I like can legitimately with a clear conscience pursue whatever I want stocks, crypto, you know, YouTube videos. So tomorrow is when either most likely tomorrow, but if not tomorrow. Um, Wednesday, I'm going to film this one video. For those of you listening to the podcast, I'll give you a little hint. It's going to be 24 hours. It's going to, I'm going to, it's going to, I'm going to film it over the 24 hour period. And um, within it is what I'm going to be, I'm going to be doing a big giveaway announcement and launch basically of this course, even though it is already launched, but this is going to be like the giveaway to like, you know, basically promote or whatever, but it's not going to be done in a cringy ass way. It's not going to have anything to do with the course. Like the video in itself is going to have nothing to do with the course whatsoever. But it is going to, I don't even know how to describe it, but there's not one YouTube video like it on YouTube. There, well, I mean, there might be videos like it. I don't know. I just know that this video hasn't been done. 
and then the video I'm going to do after that hasn't been done, and then the video I'm going to do after that hasn't been done, and that is going to be my trend because that is the core of who I am, and that's the core of success in anything non um, like mathematically um, structured, basically, where it's like if, but uh, but especially in creative pursuits, you cannot. Like, I disagree with Picasso when he said, like, good artists copy, great artists steal. I guess I guess he, he didn't mean, like, steal actual, like, because, okay, maybe I just interpret it wrong, but I don't think he actually meant, like, a great artist will literally do the exact painting as someone else, you know? A great artist on YouTube will not do the exact video as someone else. That's why I consider Beheza one of the greatest artists on YouTube of all time. In, in the money-making niche because he actually does it differently. Like, I like Graham Stefan and Meet Kevin and all these, but they're not doing anything really different, if you think about it, besides consistency. But in, in, in terms of viewability and just the actual types of videos, because Graham Stefan, I mean, you can copy any one of his titles and YouTube it, and I'm sure you're going to find another guy, and there's nothing against, there's nothing wrong with that. But the way I've lived my life and the person I am, that there's everything wrong with that for me because... That's exactly how I approached dropshipping. I didn't want to dropship every, the way everyone else was, so I did one product dropshipping. Um, and then that's how I'm going to pursue this YouTube thing and, and basically everything else from now on because I, uh, I just I, I finalized the core of who I am. Like, I realize it now. I, I really realized it, and it was through this development that I realized it, both in myself and the course and just everything that's been going on. And so now I feel like fine to be doing podcasts again ideally i'd want someone like right here that i can talk to instead of just talking straight to the camera like this just so i could have someone to bounce it off of i think that is something i will want to implement um in the future but like i'm just so packed full of energy after launching that i just took a long walk had an awesome uh uh, lunch right now and something told me to hop on the podcast and it was actually you guys because if i look at my my um my message history i was talking to logan about this last night so we get out on the cart, like we take the carts out. I'm like, dude, look at this. Like, this is like just this week. This is like the fifth or sixth message I got about the podcast. I haven't talked about the podcast in a while. And all they're saying is how much they love to listen to it. I'm like, this is so weird. So we take the carts out. I get back and I get another one right when we get back just randomly. So I don't know what's going on with that. I just think it's divine intervention. I think it's a sign to get back into things I actually like to do. So moving forward, it's like I want to keep doing podcasts. But like I said, I really want to get somebody on here. Uh, to bounce ideas off of, kind of like Joey Diaz does with Lee Sayat. Or, I mean, most optimal is get someone who's always, I uh, always get someone to interview, and I can't really do that in St. Louis, unfortunately, because it's it's a little limiting. But, yeah, I mean, the the it, it's, with the podcast, the way I see things moving forward, that's going to keep me in a place where I'm not rushing anything, and I can feel, and I can take my time with stuff to make it sure it's the perfect level of spunk and everything i think it's going to be one podcast a week and one youtube video a week and that's it and that's it and i think by doing that i'm going to put myself in a great position to do to do what i really really love to do and then still have enough free time to learn what i have tons of interest in you know such as trading um and so yeah that's where i'm at guys like really really happy with how many people have said they like this podcast. Like we we are such we have such a fertile how do I say this? 
we have such a fertile viewership of this. Like I think consistently the podcast gets like one to 2000 views on YouTube and then like about a thousand per episode on uh, Spotify and all the other streaming platforms. But it's like that, that few thousand is so much by the way. Cause when I started a podcast, I thought I might get a few hundred, but a few thousand, I, every single one of you guys, but it's so, it's such a fertile, like you guys are, it's such a fertile uh, viewership. Cause you guys, I can tell you really pay attention. I can tell by the DMS I get, I can tell by the comments you get like, it's so funny because I'll be on Instagram live sometimes and like some guy will just bring up something about me that I didn't even know I said, but I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Like you remember that one small detail and like I've had people say that, you know, they listen to me while they're at work, while they're working on dropshipping and is this amazing? It really is. So that's how I'm going to be moving forward. And I'm also not going to be too concerned with like trying to get it to an hour every time. I used to do that, but now uh, you probably can't see on the camera, but I have like it covered up uh, whatever time we're at. I don't even know and I don't even care because all that I'm focused on is saying what needs to be said uh, when it needs to be said. And if I don't feel like I have anything to say, I'm not, I don't want to force it. Um, let's see what else has been going on in the past couple months. Let me see, let me see. Dude, honestly, like all I've been doing is that like I went to the lake for a day for 24 hours and even that I felt guilty about. And so that, that's kind of where my mentality was. It's like if I wasn't if I was doing for these six weeks when I got back from Colorado, if I was doing anything but working on but working on the course, I felt guilty about it. And that's a, such a bad feeling. And so I can't really approach things the way I would like to with that on my mind and my conscious. So I did that. Now we're good. And now it's all about looking towards the future and shaping my life to where I want it to be. And I don't really know what the future holds, nor am I concerned about what the future holds. All I know is about what I can do today. And that's what I was thinking about the other day. I was talking, like, there was um, a few nights ago. Okay, first of all, let me talk about where this all started. Kanye had his live stream three weeks ago. Uh, from what I heard which was the whole album on the live stream, but he's going to change it or whatever. It's the greatest album of all time. I've never heard a better album in my life. And in the three weeks I've listened to it, in the full hour and a half album, I've listened to it at least 20 times. I would say 15 to 20 times. And it was just amazing watching the live performance because it's like, it, it just reminded, like the thing I got out of the album and the presentation and everything, it just really reminded me, do what you want to do. Like that's the biggest message I got from um, Kanye's album. It's like, it's not all about money. It's all about, life isn't about money. It's about doing what you want to do. And ironically enough, if you do what you actually want to do and you know that you're good at and you know you like doing the chance, chances are you're going to make way more money doing that than doing the things you don't like to do. And so... It really opened up my eyes. It's like just I'm such a fan of creativity. I'm such a fan of of just art in general and just putting things out that people enjoy, entertaining people, all that stuff. Um, and so the other night there was one thing that I saw too. I can't remember it, but the second thing I saw was like there was this one guy and you know those pregnant like when a woman gets pregnant they'll go out with the husband and they'll take photos of him like holding the stomach and everything and just like maternity photos whatever the fuck it's called and um 
it was like photos of them. And then what happened was she was eight months pregnant and a driver crashed, a drunk driver crashed into her and killed her, but the baby survived. So then the husband went back and he uh, redid the, the photos the maternity photos uh, with the baby in the same dress that the mother was wearing, who's now died. And I just looked at that and I'm like, life is so fragile because that person was just driving and then boom, dead, boom, dead. And so that really stuck with me because like I was already on this kick of like rethinking a lot of everything from the Kanye album. And then I see this story and then there was one other thing I just cannot think about it. And I'm like, what if that was me? who got hit by that drunk driver, like, would I be happy with what I've done? Or at least would I be happy with how I've been living? And the answer is no, because I haven't been go- putting my all into something that I truly love to do down to my core and have my whole life. And so if I would have gotten, if I got hit like that day by a drunk driver or something, as I was dying, I'd be thinking about all the things I didn't do simply because I guess they, I don't know, simply because I just allow myself to get into that mind of just like, it's all about money. It's not all about fucking money. If you only chase money, you're probably going to end up just with that. It's, you know, it's not about money. It's, it's about doing like there's the greatest thing you can do in life is do something that you actually love doing that you would do for free and make a living off of that. And make a lot of money off of that. I know so many talented people, so many talented people, just incredible, who I know would make it in their their passion. I can just tell there's like four people I can think of off the top of my head that I have zero doubt. This is not something that actually only three that I can think of truly. I have zero doubt that if they really went after it, they would get it. And none of them are really going after it. And that's the thing. Um, and that, that's actually the background of, uh, most things, you know, that's what I think. That's what I've been thinking about a lot too. It's like, that's interesting. Cause I'm telling you this Kanye album really just opened my mind. I'm like, I'm like, Kanye would not be here unless he did it, unless he actually like took action towards it. And then I started thinking of it, like, it seems self-explanatory, but it's pretty mind blowing when you think about it. It's like every single person who's ever done whatever it is they tried to do had to start doing it for them to have done it. Every single person, Picasso, Mussolini, fucking um, uh, any actor, Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, Logan Paul, Jake Paul, PewDiePie, um, like, like anybody you could think of, like anybody who has really impacted the world, like uh, that Ralph Lauren guy. I saw, I saw, I just say that because I saw his fucking house the other day. It was crazy. But the guy who created Ralph Lauren, Steve Jobs, Walt Disney, the thing, the, there's only one pure thing that every person of this, every single one of those people have in common. And it's the fact that for them to have done the amazing things that they were able to do, they had to actually start doing it. And so, and not, and so many people can do it and they don't do it. They just don't. Do it. They never start. They get in their head about why they couldn't do it. What could fail? They might start doing it, but then they stop doing it. And once you stop doing it, it's not going to happen. I, it's a 100% chance. It's one of the few things on this earth that's a certainty. 
when you stop doing something, it will not happen. And then they get sad because it's not happening, but they aren't actively doing it. And so I got into that weird slump, you know, I got into that weird slump, but I'm out of it. I'm out of it. And, and these realizations kept me up for 40 hours and I still had t trouble sleeping after that because I'm like, holy fuck, this is going to change my entire life. It's going to change my entire life. Um, it, we, so many of you are listening to this are making good money. Just don't forget what you actually want to do and don't forget to actually pursue what you want to do. But don't get it twisted. I'm not saying it's impossible to not just like, if you if you just really love dropshipping and you don't have any other passions that you would rather be doing, then go for it. I'm not here to... I'm not here to change your mind or anything. I just want you to really self-evaluate if what you're doing, if what you're doing every day is at least getting you closer to your ultimate goal. What's your ultimate go goal? And if it's like $3 billion, okay. If you just want to chase money, I would just remind you, like there's, like, I would never put down anybody's goals or anything like that. But if it's just a monetary value, you got to think about how you are going to feel when you get that monetary value. Like if you have some things in you that you know you would rather do or there's some things in you that you know you want to do and you just never have done, but you just keep chasing the money and ignoring that and you're ignoring the things that you actually really enjoy for the sake of money, I just really ask you guys to really self-evaluate that and make sure that what you're sacrificing, a, a, meaning like your passions or your you, what, you, what you would do without money involved, if sacrificing that is, is worth it to put all of your energy and goals into doing something you don't enjoy doing as much just for the end goal of making money. That's the beautiful thing I like about trading is first of all, I would probably, as, as weird as it might sound, I would probably do some trading even if I didn't make any money just because I think it's fun, like just predicting where it goes that's why i was paper trading for so long i think it's a, it's like fun it's kind of like a video game but the cool thing about that is it's like an atm machine at the same time so to figure out trading is to figure out a lifelong of never going broke because you can always just pull money out and so i'm really inspired by people who who can do that and the cool thing is you know it's not a it's not like a 24-hour thing especially with stock trading crypto trading can be a 24-hour thing um but those, it's like two hours a day mostly. Most people make their first their their trades through two hours a day. Not everybody, but that's where the majority comes from. And so, the, the thing that I think in my head, it's like to nail start nailing trading very consistently. Like shout out my boy David. I saw he was work. He was living here. I told you guys about him before. And then all of a sudden, this motherfucker is making like a hundred thousand dollars a month trading stocks uh, after drop shipping for like two years. And now that's what he does, but he probably would, he approaches it a little differently than I would. Like he likes to stay in it all day long, which I don't really see myself doing that. Um, I just want to get to the point where I think it'd be so cool to just be able to make a few thousand dollars or more as my capital rises. I was going to put, uh, like say I take 10% or whatever in a trade. Um, and my portfolio is at a hundred thousand. So $10,000 trades. Well, if I get to a million doing that, then I can put a hundred thousand in this. It'll scale up like that, but just like make a couple thousand, eventually make tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands consistently in the market every two hour, every the first two hours. And guess what? I can literally do whatever I want on the weekends, of course, and uh, the entire day after that. So I can focus on my physical fitness big time. I can, and then I can focus on my passion pursuits and focus on the things that I would do if money was not anything, if, if, 
if I had $10 billion, I'd do the exact same thing. And I, I think I have it nailed down in my head and it could develop over, over, over time. And who knows, you know? And I just feel, I've just felt for so long that I have this huge creative bubble inside of me thirsting to get out. And I've just been pushing it down, pushing it down, pushing it down. And now it's just ready to burst. I'm ready and I'm ready to let it just, just fly out. So, you know, that's where I'm at right now. What in the hell? Ayo. Shout out to whoever just bought the uh, uh, Simplify Apparel hat. That's badass. Yeah, guys. Um, I really went in. Like, it's funny. I started with that that story about that lady. That's such a weird one. What, what time are we even at? 36, yeah. Um, but... That's where I'm at, guys. I hope you guys like can relate to what I'm saying because I think it's it's so um, how do I put it? It's just one of the things that are really not talked about too much in the money making community online. It's like making money's great. Everybody likes to make money, and I want to help people make money. But I also want to help people realize that money isn't everything, and that if you die today, would you be happy doing with what? you've been doing or would you be happier dying knowing that what you've been doing is something that you love and get the most joy out of and i definitely don't want anybody getting that confused with saying don't um don't try to make money because money is the most important thing in terms of pursuing your your overall pursuits and creative goals money is the most important thing because if you don't have money you're gonna have to get a job and then there goes 40 hours a, a week that you could be putting towards you know um drawing or like art or music or producing movies or making whatever company you want you know what i'm saying so that's why i really love drop shipping because it gave me that freedom and then once I once I really started getting that freedom, I didn't use it. I see the thing is I was making YouTube videos, but I wasn't making the YouTube videos I wanted after like the first two years. I felt kind of boxed in, like I talked about with the dropshipping videos. And this this next video I'm making is a dropshipping video, but you're gonna see the massive difference, different approach that I'm taking towards it. It's not gonna be it's gonna be a video that anybody can watch and enjoy. And that is my goal for every single YouTube video I put out from now on. I want everyone in the world to be able to watch my videos and enjoy it. Not everybody who has a dropshipping store. Not everybody who trades stocks. It's everybody in the world. That's who I want to impact. And that's who I want to entertain to my core. To my core. Let's answer these. Let's see if there's any questions. Since it's been so long, I don't know if there's going to be any questions in the gmail but if you guys have any questions for me or want me to cover any topics or anything just remember advice from scott at gmail.com and i open them live on here let's see what we got going on yeah we okay we got some we got some messages so i'll just i'll just cover i'm gonna do them all actually okay and see so these are the types of dms i'm getting that really pushed me to hop back on the mic for sure and just develop this into something that I really enjoy um, and, and format it in a way that will maximize enjoyment. So this guy says, 
Hey, what's up, bro? So I've been listening to your podcast ever since you released your first podcast with Luke and Nets. I've listened to the first one at least three times and the second one at least five times. Ever since that time, I listened to every podcast and the ones about self-improvement, comparison, tough decisions, at least two times each. Damn, you never disappoint me in the quality of your podcast. I really appreciate all the stories, advice, and jokes you share with us. I will be grinding my ass off of this summer with all the advice you provided, and I know for a fact it will succeed. I will be giving you a heads up per email. Let's see my progress. You're changing lives, bro. Appreciate that. Thank you so much. Like, thank you. I really, really appreciate that. Reagan, I believe, and just thank you for pushing me to keep doing it and just uh, giving me kind of like a an echo to what I'm doing because like positive reinforce. Sometimes it can be hard without positive reinforcement because I, you know, I just like I film this podcast, I edit it, I post it, but reading the comments, getting DMs, that's what that's what really like gets me excited to make another one. So curious if or when you plan on doing book read-alongs you mentioned. Uh, I've been thinking about it. I don't know. I don't know if that's really the route that I want to go with. Um, but I'm going to think on it. I promise you I'll think on it. Just because, you know, I want to, I don't know. I don't want it to be too boring. And I know some of you will like it, but I know some of you won't. I, but like I said, ideally this podcast is like have someone with me just for the solo ones and then. Uh, mainly just interviewing is what I really enjoy doing more than anything. Okay. Not sure about that one. This person's trying to sell me YouTube marketing. You can go fuck yourself. This is not a place to try to sell me shit. I love when people do that. I love it. This guy, uh, another person trying to sell me shit. Another ver- another another version of someone trying to sell me shit. Let's see what this guy has to say. I came across your YouTube channel and was wondering if you would ever do product reviews and influencer campaigns. If you do, we'd love to have you in our network of doing commission videos and product reviews. No. Nope. Okay, here's here's a question. Hey Scott, just a quick suggestion. Just your YouTube video, and I got it. Watch your YouTube video. And I gotta say, you got hella potential to grow a sick beard. Don't know if you've grown it out long before, but I would definitely give it a try. You can keep it neat, but I think it'd be cool for you to try a full beard look. Hey, maybe I will. I've uh, when I went to Colorado, I think I went three weeks, and then it just the thing is, guys, like especially I guess in the summer, it gets itchy. Like I do not like that itch. Like, I, every day, every day, like, walking around, I feel that itch. I feel like a dirty motherfucker. Like, I just feel like I haven't showered in a while. Even though, even if I just have, I'm like, fuck, dude. This is, like, uncomfortable. This is uncomfortable. Another person trying to sell me uh, some, an app. Look guys, so this is what my email's filled, and I guess they're attacking my email for advice from Scott. Listen to this one. Hello. We can place your website on Google's first page. We will improve your website position on Google and get you more traffic. I'm an SEO expert, and I help 250 businesses rank on first page on Google, and my rates are affordable. I could never imagine. I'm not even going to get into that. 
I'm not even going to get into that. And then here's another one. It's like, it's, it's so funny that someone would think that by messaging my email on my advice from Scott Gmail, but this is like kind of the world that I'm, I don't want to be a part of. Um, cause you can see, it's just like, this is, it's symbolic for how empty it can be. Um, that's why I like doing my own thing, you know, and not, not getting too overzealous with it because the email is obviously specifically for this podcast. And the fact they're sending me these emails means that they're not listening to this podcast. And so, um, they can all go fuck themselves because they all obviously do not listen to the podcast or they know how much, how funny I think it is that they think I would care about this shit. All right, let's read one more. Hello. I hope you are good. I've just took a look off. Oh my God. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm not misspeaking when I say this. I just want to be very clear. This is literally word for word what this person is saying. I hope I find you good. I've just took a look of your recent video on YouTube channel, and it's great, but that's not the point of this email. I've been working on YouTube SEO for a long time, and happily, we can do that for you. Whether you need a consultation or our paid packages, we're here to help. And um, they're like trying to sell me Instagram followers and YouTube views, likes, subscribers, and comments. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. You're doing it the easy way. And go fuck all your clients doing this too because you're doing it the easy way and the non-consistent way and the way that you're going to ruin these people's fucking accounts. You're going to ruin these accounts. People are going to put hard work into their YouTube or Instagram and then they're going to get sold on your stupid package and then it's just going to destroy them. Destroy their accounts. Do not buy likes or comments or followers or anything, guys. You are going to get fucking wrecked and you're never going to be able to remove any of those people from your following list like you're going to get wrecked you're going to look like a fucking fool because you're going to have half a million followers and getting like 900 likes we've all seen those accounts that's why i'm pissed the likes are going away on instagram they still have them for me but only on like some accounts i view i don't know if that's something you can change in the settings or not but um yeah i mean that's that's the big problem i have with youtube i mean instagram taking that shit down it's like, no, keep the likes up. I want to know who's legit or not. But at least you can still kind of tell by the comments. And so the, the interesting thing about that is like someone like Paris Hilton who bought most of her followers. If like so much of Paris Hilton's followers is bought. Fake followers. Same with Ellen and all these. But the reason I bring up Paris Hilton is you guys can go to her Instagram right now. Paris Hilton refuses. I'm going to make sure because I haven't looked at it in a while. But Paris Hilton refuses to post a photo. She will not post a photo. And you wonder why, right? You're looking like, for those of you who are just pulling it up, you're like, holy shit, he's right. Every single thing is a video. But even the photos are videos. Even the fucking photos are videos. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. So, okay. So, interesting. So, she's now, now she is posting photos. But look how, look how interesting this is. And this is the exact thing I was going off of. She posted her first photo in years on July 24th. If you scroll below that, every single photo is a video. Every single one. Like even this one of her, I guess, getting married, International Kissing Day. 
So it says 4.3 million views, right? But if you click on that, it has 326,000 likes and her entire following is 15 million. So this is exactly why Instagram fucked up by taking away the likes because this lady was posting videos of her photos to have a bigger number under that. But then as you know, it was July 24th on her account, it took effect that you could no longer... Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. It was... July 28th, on July 28th, every single one of her photos she posts, it says liked by blank and others. So therefore, now that she realizes she can hide how many people are liking her photo, she no longer has to post videos to make it look like she's more popular than she actually is. You got people like Charlie D'Amalio getting like 5 million likes a photo uh, with like, I don't even know what her following on Instagram is, like probably somewhere uh, near Paris Hilton's, let me see. And Paris Hilton is probably so used to like being looked at and oh, 43 million, Jesus. Um, that she has to hide it in these stupid ways. So, so many people do this. All these other accounts do it too. And it's just like, holy fuck. Instagram is just like now making it like an easy breeding ground. Easy breeding ground for these people who are just have such fucked up priorities and want to make themselves look more popular than they are. Holy shit. But anyway, guys, I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast here. Appreciate you all uh, watching this. I haven't got to an hour, but for those of you who got here, comment 49-minute gang. So I know you're really about it and not just commenting that because I say that in the other videos. But uh, I want to thank you all for listening to the The Simplified Podcast. Hey, <laughs> I haven't pressed that in a while. Uh, but yeah, I appreciate you all for watching. I appreciate appreciate all of you for encouraging me to keep it going because those messages really got me in the mood on top of like being done with the course and just being able to focus on on everything I wanted to focus on now so thank you guys so much for watching and I'll see you in the next one next week